Welcome back to Shit Talk, where we talk about really good shit. My name's Annika. And my name is Rithu. Follow us on our socials, here to Shit Talk for behind the scenes clips, bloopers, and more. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Let's dive in. If you are feeling overwhelmed and anxious about the current news regarding the pandemic, we ask you to please skip this episode. We understand that there is a staggering amount of news about COVID-19 today everywhere you look and go. So if you are feeling distressed from the current news, we ask you to please skip this episode and join us next week instead. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Um, Wow, we haven't done this for a while, so it's kind of weird to get back into this. Yeah. Ironically, we did one that was like, okay, well, it's been a while. Let's do one. And then we never got around to doing anything about it except doing a rough cut. I mean, it was a good (laughs) test run for sure, just because we had to get back into the groove of things again. But um, yeah, yeah, this is our first time doing this completely remotely. So this is pretty darn cool. Yeah, I really like this setup because like we both have no recording issues so far. Knock on no, wood. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you should um, not like you should not see the setup that I have right now. I'm just sitting <laughs> on my couch and then I've got the um the audio, you know, at the bottom where it you twist it and then yeah. it hooks up to something. Yeah. So it's hooked up to one of my chairs that I use for work. Okay. And it's just extended out to my mouth. So it's just <laughs> It looks ridiculous, and I'm sure the neighbors are staring at me right now, but you know oh what? My gosh. Hey, it works. <laughs> That's so funny. But hey, at least you get to like relax on your chair and just yeah. like, chill out. It's comfortable. I feel like a, a guest star on our <laughs> podcast, but it's just us. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm literally sitting in my closet. So, <laughs> so I got a new computer, which I'm really excited about, and I've mm-hmm. been using it for a lot of cool different things, and now the best spot for me to have my computer is actually in my closet. So I cleared out my closet. I moved mm. the dresser out of my closet and I yeah. put I put my computer and my keyboard and everything in there and I'm actually recording from inside of my closet. So I've actually fun. seen you um record it when we had some Zoom calls together recently. Yeah, Honestly, I'm, works, right? I'm surprised that this is working for me, but uh yeah, I'm actually very proud of this setup for, awesome. for what it is. <laughs> So um, I guess we just kind of wanted to talk or start off today's podcast episode by just kind of talking about 2020. What a wild ride. And it's only been May. I know. I was just going to say like, so today is Star Wars Day. Um, May the 4th be with you all during these difficult and strange circumstances. But it is only May. Like, let that sink in. Isn't that crazy? It is actually crazy. This, This entire year, it's only been like, a couple of months it feels like it's been like 15 years it oh feels crazy long so i made a quick list of things that we have survived in 2020 so far oh my god okay so, <laughs> so far in 2020 we have survived the devastating australian bushfires killing at least 1 billion wildlife my god end of the world in january with the likely beginning of world war three the untimely helicopter crash in calabasas california donald trump's impeachment uk finally leaving the eu prince harry and Meghan markle finally leaving their grandmother's home um (laughs) the beginning of the world pandemic as we know it as countries start to lock down and then kim jong-un's death and his mysterious resurrection just the day after And then we've got (laughs) and then we've got UFO videos being released from the Pentagon. And as if alien attacking us, like aliens attacking (laughs) us weren't bad enough. We now have giant murder hornets. What? What giant murder hornets? Have you not seen those memes recently? No. (laughs) We have giant murder hornets that I think due to climate change, they're um, starting to come towards the... uh, north american hemisphere (laughs) you know um if i didn't think i was just gonna die from some like untimely way i definitely Mm. feel like murder hornets are the way that i'm gonna die in like the most brutal way possible no way i'd let the aliens (laughs) abduct me 
you'd let I'll the take alien no chances <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> every time okay, I, I like... hear like a bee or a hornet buzzing around me I just flip out so oh, you can no. only imagine <laughs> only my nightmares but I I don't know I feel like maybe hopefully we can be homies with the aliens but until then like I'm very much okay with them abducting me that's oh my that's God. my way that's my personal choice of of going <laughs> You know what? I I can't even believe I can't even believe that the bushfires were this year. Like it I know. felt it felt I so like long year. ago. Yes, it, it totally felt like last year. That's that's nuts to me. Also, the whole Kim Jong Un thing is just like wilding me out. I don't know what is <laughs> happening over there. I don't but... know what's happening. I feel like we're just getting a huge wild card for 2020. It's just one yeah. thing after the other, and it's all in the same year. And we're only yeah. in the fifth month into 2020 so yeah yeah that was really bizarre it's just i'm just trying not to think about what's ahead of us i'm just trying to live in the now and the present giant murder hornets that's what's next for us i'm literally gonna have nightmares about it tonight thanks annika you're welcome you're welcome sweet dreams So I guess we can start off with our fact of the day like we normally yeah. do. So I wrote like three, but I think the one that Who I are found... you? Are you me? <laughs> I am you. I turned into you over this entire pandemic. I just turned into you. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> um, so this, I don't know if this is true or not. Wow, I really am turning into you with these facts. But I'm excited. Appar- apparently, Walmart is reporting an increase in sales for tops, but not bottoms during the coronavirus. The reason is because more people are teleworking from home and are wearing business attire on top and casual clothing from the waist down. Oh. Isn't that professional and business on top and party (laughs) underneath? I see how it is, but you know what? That's so true because, yeah, like for most of my Zoom calls, people only see shoulders up, right? So Mm -hmm. I can imagine people just wearing sweatpants (laughs) and you know, pajama pants, (laughs) but like, I'm just I'm always so anxious. Like, what if for whatever reason I need to, you know, stand up and close the window or stand up and grab a coffee and they get to see my (laughs) pajama pants, you know? It's kind of like, I don't know, I get that sort of anxious feeling. So I always, I always, always make sure that I have Lululemon tights underneath or, you know, I would never wear jeans. Blendable, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like never jeans at home. I don't know what kind of sociopath would wear denim at home i don't know if you do yeah, i no i don't i'm literally wearing adidas leggings right now okay good we can be friends but yeah it's just i don't know i feel super anxious whenever if i consider well i don't usually consider but if i ever consider wearing pajama pants underneath yeah. during conferences and calls yeah i just i thought it was funny it was just a funny fact something that's lighthearted bonkers. you know that's hilarious <laughs> That there's even a report like Walmart's like, yo, we notice and we should really bring this up to the public. (laughs) That was such a strange, fun fact. That was fun, actually. I enjoyed that. (laughs) I'm glad you did. What's yours? So I read this Vice article recently, just because I know I have a lot of friends that are going through a really, really tough time because they're unemployed at the moment Mm -hmm. and they're implying uh, they're applying for EI or CERB. Yeah. And so they they constantly tell me how they have this this brain fog, right? How mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're demotivated, they're not really feeling you know, excited for the day to just constantly do the mundane activity of what they did just yesterday and the day before. Mm-hmm. Um so I read this Vice article and it was super interesting. And so, my fact of the week is about allostatic load. Okay. So Allostatic load is defined as the wear and tear on the body due to chronic exposure to elevated or fluctuating endocrine or neural responses, which accumulate when the person is exposed to repeated or chronic stress. Mm. And this is the psychological reason for a pandemic brain fog. And so I read on Nancy Sin, who is an assistant professor of psychology at our Mm -hmm. 
alma mater, UBC of Whoa. British Columbia. Whoa. Um, oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> University of British Columbia, UBC. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Wow, it's been that long. I completely forgot our <laughs> university name. But Nancy Sin says, our stress hormones increase as we prepare to fight or flee. And mm. as this pandemic continues and isolation drags on, we're having a lot of these psych. Um, physiological adaptations each time we feel stressed and each time we feel worried and over time these repeated hits of physiological and psychological stress this can really accumulate and create this brain fog and even though we're feeling like we're doing the bare minimum most days our brain is still fighting with the anxiety and the uncertainty of the future and strains from dealing with this pandemic and so we're just exhausted because our, like even though our bodies are not working as hard, it's because our brains are. I totally identify with this entire mm-hmm. this entire thing because you know I I found myself lacking the motivation to get work done, even though I had a fair amount of work to do and like everything was business as usual in terms of the work actually needing to be done. Yeah. Um, but just like something like I was. I normally have a Kickstarter mentality, like I'm I'm able to self-motivate to get work done or get out of bed or mm-hmm. shower or, you know, like do the de- like everyday day-to-day things. And now it's just like I'm stalling or I'm putting things off and it right. just like it's it's like, oh, I wanted to do laundry and I've been putting that off for like a week and a half, even though I mm-hmm. am at home all the time and I have nothing better to do with my time <laughs> than to do chores. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness. I do the exact same thing. Like I yeah. would um take clean laundry out and just throw it onto my um my um my dresser and I would just keep it there for an entire weekend, even though I literally have nothing else better to do. Yeah. But somehow I find time during like my routine when I'm working from home I'm like you know what I should do I should really fold that laundry but I only do like you know one quarter of it I don't even do it all because I'm just like not motivated enough to just do the simple tasks of folding laundry it's just it's so ridiculous but it's I guess it's kind of it's nice knowing that we're on the same boat as everyone else yeah, and I and I feel yeah. like a lot of a lot of people definitely feel that way in general. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my my parents they they've gone out of their way to say that the world's kind of at a standstill. Like everyone absolutely. is going through the absolute same thing mm-hmm. the entire time. Like nothing nothing is different for anyone else. Obviously, like with certain places having specific types of lockdowns and stuff like that, it's a little different, but Mm -hmm. everyone is going through the same thing and dealing with the same thing. So we can all feel a little less alone, even though we're We are alone alone. in this together. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's the perfect way to say it. So how how has it been working from home for you? It's been, you know, I've been having those virtual donut dates with um with other coworkers on So Annika, can you explain what donut dates are for people who don't know? Of course, Rithu. So <laughs> virtual donut dates are just um an app that's attached to Slack, which is a messenger used for coworkers and colleagues. And so this virtual app creates um a group chat every week and so you're signed with a new person from your work and you get to schedule your own virtual coffee dates which is really nice because you know it I personally feel and I'm sure a lot of people can sense the same thing as well but I feel very alone when I'm working from home just because I don't have a roommate I don't live with anyone else so you know it's such it's such a treat to speak to someone like I am to you right now. Like it's just, it's so nice to hear another person's voice because I'm just cooped up in my room all alone other than like, you know, being stuck in meetings as well. That might take a few hours, but you know, that's just all work-based. So it's just nice to have a, have a friendly face, you know, a familiar face that you can speak to and sort of, I don't know, get to know one another as well. So Um, that's kind of nice, especially because I, I just joined this, 
new job. So it's yeah, everything's kind of new for me. And then having this being put in this new situation where I'm working remotely, but then having to deal with new people and, and mm. yeah, it's just a, it's a huge change. So having these virtual donut dates is, is definitely nice. Yeah. It's keeping you sane. Hey, yeah. <laughs> talking yeah. to you right now is keeping me sane. Yeah. So don't start talking to my plants and, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, like working, working from home for me, it's been, it's been kind of a little bit of a different situation because I obviously mm-hmm. have a roommate and uh, he's also working from home all the time. And can I just say how blessed we are to actually be able to work from home as opposed to like not lose our jobs or put ourselves at yeah. risk by I'm, like going in. I'm so grateful. I'm right? so grateful. Yeah. And um, so, you know, it's a little bit different because now it's like my it was funny because just before I just before this whole work from home policy was implemented, mm-hmm. I actually had a conversation with our HR person being like, hey, I deserve at least one work from home day. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I deserve at least one work from home day a week. And then lo and behold, coronavirus happened and I'm working <laughs> from home all the time. So I guess better uh, be careful what you wish for pretty much. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but do you do you both work in separate rooms? What's the work situation like yeah. at home? So so we we we've tried a couple of different ways. So my my desktop setup is in my bedroom. So you know closet. I work yeah. So my closet <laughs> my closet. Whoops, Matthew. He pretty much has a setup that's just like all. It's like a computer and a tablet, and they're like all linked together. And he just kind of has like a little. He has actually a plank of wood that he keeps like all of his uh, stuff on and like he types on and works off of. <laughs> he um, would, wouldn't he? <laughs> a plank so, of wood. I mean, that's not yeah. any better from the uh, liquor cart that I'm using to put up my two <laughs> desktop computers for work. So it's yeah, not any better. I, it's still a plank it, of wood from Ikea. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, just same, 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 but different. And so we... We try some days or we had some days where we were working together. So I mm-hmm. brought my desktop out to the living room or I used my laptop because I have my work laptop. And then I worked on that in the living room, like on the kitchen table. And then uh, Matthew was also working in the living room and we just like worked side by side kind of like co-workers even though we're not working on the same thing so nice yeah and don't work at all um but then sometimes when we obviously I have calls and stuff um it's not it's not fair for Matthew Mm -hmm. or myself depending on who has the call for like one of us to have to be exceptionally quiet because we're sharing the space so you know on those days or yeah so on those Mm -hmm. days like I would just be working in my in my room um, and then Matthew would have that space or vice versa but Mm -hmm. actually what I feel like what we're doing now is like I'm working in my room he's working in his room whenever we take breaks like we see each other in the hallway or in the kitchen Mm -hmm. um, and we chat for a bit and then after we quote unquote finish our work day we go into the living room and we reconvene and we like hang out so that's been that's been interesting but like it Mm -hmm. definitely gives us like our own personal time routine yeah Yeah. and like it feels like routine which is why I still pretty much go home to Abby like just to just to see my parents because it's pretty much like I see my parents my parents don't see anyone but each other (laughs) and then Matthew and that's pretty much like my regular circle of people and just having that routine has been really helping and even just the physical separation from each other has been helpful to like make things seem somewhat separate in your head you know what I mean right yeah, yeah. see that's so nice that you're able to go home to your family because I don't I don't have that same privilege yeah yeah no no, no. So, I bet you've been video calling your parents a lot though yeah yeah I have so yeah I don't know I try to make a routinely thing where you know previously I would maybe FaceTime my parents once every week and a half but now yeah. I make sure to do it every week um, just to check yeah. in on them in Singapore mm-hmm. and then I've also began FaceTiming my grandparents in France yeah. just to see how they're doing there. Yeah. Um, just to make sure that, you know, they're getting their groceries, they're getting, they're being able to go outside and get some steps in. 
because mm-hmm. you know they're they're old but they're not that old they're still pretty active so no but you're still worried obviously right yeah I'm, I'm still concerned obviously but as long as they're being safe and together and you know they're able to make their own food at home and and spend time together and hearing their voices is so nice so just making sure that I'm staying connected with my family members is really important to me. But yeah, I don't know. Just day-to-day routines have definitely changed for me, especially yeah. from working from home. I don't know. I feel like like my working from home routine definitely, definitely consists of various productive spurts in between intervals yeah. of snacking yeah. and opening, closing my fridge <laughs> from time to time. So I try to like, I have to be so focused. I have to put on, you know, like jazz playlists on Spotify just to yeah. make sure that I'm focusing. Otherwise I could just be cleaning the floor or snacking on Oreos or anything like that. Yeah. Actually, I don't have any Oreos at my house <laughs> right now, but I definitely should get some soon. But I think it's just adjusting my life in small ways now like I recently bought a yoga mat as well it's just so I could do Mm -hmm. home workouts from my tiny living room if it gets raining outside like if it gets rainy outside at all um but yeah it's just you know we have had to adjust so many new norms for us now which has just become I don't know, it's just become really interesting to see all of us adapt so quickly to new things and overcome these different obstacles, like, you know, one for one, um, not being able to see friends and go to restaurants and bars and concerts or even go to the gym. And then there's mm-hmm. like, you know, queuing up outside groceries and drugstores and liquor stores yeah. and waiting for security to let you in. So that's like a whole new yeah. norm for us as well. Yeah, and totally. I find that I can't do my groceries or I can't run my errands at certain times of the day because there'll be massive queues outside now. And so I have to make sure to leave my place, you know, during odd hours around 2 to 3 p.m. just to make sure there's Mm -hmm. no one there. Actually, I have a coworker that found a really interesting website which could help with that. Let me just search it up right now. Um, It's called howbusy.com. So it's H-O-W-B-S-Y.com. And if you go on that website, it shows you the exact times and the amount of people that are at each store. So if you Uh want to check out when, um, if Save on Foods right now on West Broadway and um, Campy is busy, you can totally check that out and see if there's like a huge queue outside. Can you spell spell that website again? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, how busy h o w b s y dot com. Okay. That's cool. That's it's actually so really cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, like I I live like right next to Savon, so it's like very easy for me to just like kind of pop in and out. But I yeah. I totally get you on the whole like having bursts of creativity. Um, or sorry, bursts of creativity, bursts of productivity. <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> But so what I've been trying to do on a semi-regular basis is like making sure that I time block my day. So Mm -hmm. I'm just like picking a bunch of tasks and just making sure to obviously prioritize based on my, my, what needs to get done and then just like block my entire calendar and do it that way. Yeah. And Additionally, I've been I've been I used to use this when I was studying for IB exams, but I've actually mm-hmm. started using it again. But I used to use something called a Pomodoro timer. Um, oh, interesting. What is that? I don't know. Uh, so it's it's basically an app. I think you can get it on your iMac or your MacBook, um, oh, as well as on your phone. That gets rid of or like it limits you from using um facebook browsers and instagram no, browsers and no sure n- no it isn't but i uh there is a there's another one that i think that does do that um mm. this one is specifically like task oriented and focused oh, so okay basically what happens is you enter in a bunch of different tasks and Mm -hmm. they do 25 minute intervals. And so it's basically like interval training, but with tasks. Very Um, interesting. Yes. And so like you'd have 25 minutes on and five to 10 minutes off, depending Mm -hmm. on how you schedule your, your breaks. But basically a lot of studies have proven that when you work, if you work and you have frequent breaks, you tend to be a little bit more productive than if you work at like really long stretches of time. So a Pomodoro timer kind of helps you keep focused for like that 25 minutes that you're actually Mm -hmm. doing that 
intense work and like trying to get it done and then you can take like a five to ten minute break and then you just keep working in intervals like that until until you get your task accomplished so I used to use this a lot when I was studying for for IB exams Mm -hmm. Um, and I found that even though I obviously time block my day doing it for tasks has actually really helped me stay on track and be motivated because I don't know about you but I love just like checking things off of a list Girl, one sec. Sorry, it's gonna get super loud outside because everyone's clapping at seven p.m. right now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know can if you can hear, hear that. Can you hear mine? No. Can you hear mine? Yeah, I can hear yours. I, is yeah, your mine's like. Open? Yeah, my window's open. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like my... it gets so loud over here. Okay, so there's this one guy that's like extremely loud. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just like super enthusiastic about the seven o'clock cheers, and oh, he's nice. just like he just like really goes for it. I got these tons of people with their pots and pans and then sometimes, you know, sirens go off because I live super close to we both live super close to VGH. Yeah. So sometimes like sirens go off and then Mm -hmm. police cars do their alarm as well. It's just it's bonkers. But it's so nice to hear the cacophony of everyone. It's I I feel like it's fitting. It's fitting for Mm -hmm. this conversation topic. Oh, that's so I always I can't clap, clap though. <laughs> if I clap the entire um the the boom of the, the audio device is just gonna fall into pieces because it's just hanging hanging by a thread. <laughs> yes, I can hear that. <laughs> it's actually so cute. I uh I sent my mom the videos of like the seven o'clock cheers and she nice. obviously she lives in she lives in Abbotsford, so mm-hmm. you know, people are pretty spread apart and they don't really do like they not that they don't really do too much but like it's so spread apart that it's not like you would hear it as intensely as you would hear in vancouver and Mm -hmm. so when we were it's far more densely packed here so you could just oh yeah you could hear it all over yeah and so uh when when i think uh i was on a walk on the seawall when uh, i think i ran into you i saw the Mm when we started recording the seven o'clock cheers, I said that to her right after. And she's like, wow, people go really crazy for the seven o'clock cheers. They do. Yeah. It's insane. Like a couple of times, you know, I try to push myself to go on runs or walks at least once a day. Um, Mm -hmm. There have been a couple of occasions where I would go running along a seawall and, you know, obviously I can't really hear anything because I have my headphones in, but I see people clapping. And then, you know, so I noticed to take my headphones off and it's just, yeah. It's actually so beautiful to just see and hear all the just the cacophony yeah. of clapping and cheering and screaming yeah. coming from both sides of the water. And yeah. it's just it's so I don't know, it, it's something about it. It's just so I don't know, it gives me warm fuzzies just knowing that yeah. everyone's coming together, even though we're feeling a little bit alone at times, yeah. you know. Oh, I was just going to ask, um, you know, are there any new norms or any other changes that you had to overcome during this, during the beginning of this quarantine? So I, I mean, the, the number one thing that was really tough for me uh, as like, as you guys might've heard in the let's get physical episode was like, I was trying very hard to focus on like weight loss and just like being fit and mm-hmm. getting more healthy and with gyms being closed and just having that be limited was a little difficult for me because Mm -hmm. I was just kind of settling into a normal routine of you know going to bed at like 9 30 and you know being asleep by 10 10 15 and then waking up at 5 30 and being at the gym by six and then working out before I go to work Mm -hmm. Um, and that was just so much part of my regular routine and then now it just like all got flipped upside down and it was it was a little bit tough for me for sure and so I started going on walks frequently because I felt like I needed I needed that time to just get some fresh air be outside and just feel like I'm doing something even if I am not necessarily going out and seeing people because I think I think that Um, you and I both are the same way when it comes to this, but I think we would Mm -hmm. see friends at least like once or twice a week. I'd say twice Um, a week for sure. It was definitely a, you know, huge social thing for me. I just, especially living alone. Um, I just love spending time with my friends. I like, 
you know, love to go out and eat and have dinner and drinks with friends. It's just more of a social thing than anything else. So being constrained to one place and being almost suffocated (laughs) in my own, Mm -hmm. in my own place for hours and days, it's just, I just need that just need that time to go outside at least for an hour or two. But I just, I find that so tricky sometimes, especially when Vancouver is so unpredictable with its weather, Um, especially this past weekend, because I was so ready to go on a run. You know, it looked so nice outside. And then all of a sudden it started started pouring. And I was like, where is this coming from? And then I was just like, okay, you know what? Fuck it, whatever. I'm just going to stay in. I'm committed. I'm just going to stay in and just focus on myself and maybe paint a little. And then it got sunny again. And I was like, what (laughs) is going on here? Make up your mind. The weather's (sighs) so moody. It's It's so, so so moody. Yeah, yeah, it's so moody. But what what other things have you done in in turn of like gyms being closed and and such? So so yeah, obviously going on walks a lot um, Mm -hmm. and just kind of making sure to get out there. I was doing home workouts. I have a little bit of like patio space and I was trying to make use of that at some point. But then sadly I injured my foot like basically two (laughs) weeks ago. Um, And so I I basically from overuse, I got like Mm -hmm. tendonitis and I couldn't even like put any weight on it. And it was just so sad. But tomorrow, tomorrow hopefully will be my first day back to like actually working out. So yeah, just been spending a lot of time doing that and I'm actually trying to do something on a on a day-to-day which is like trying to just meditate with like no technology and just like making sure to shut everything off because I think I think that a lot of the time because we have like lack of social time and lack of spending time with people we're spending so much time on our phones and for most people that's fine but for me if I spend a lot of time on my phone or my computer um, it actually really makes me have horrible headaches Mm -hmm. so I need to like actually disconnect and unplug from like everything and just like close my eyes and just be and exist with like no stimulus. And so it, that's definitely been something I've been trying to do on a regular basis because I think that it helps me just like calm the anxiety of yeah. like feeling feeling stuck at home because I just at first I actually when they first announced that we were probably going to be practicing social distancing and my my company basically said hey, we're going to be doing work from home for the foreseeable future. That was pretty much what they said in a Mm -hmm. like meeting. And the first thing that I did when I got home that night was I completely rearranged my room because I wanted to have some sense of control (laughs) in my life. And I wanted to feel like I had control over what was happening, whether it was like physically through my surroundings or Mm -hmm. just like through the things that I was doing on a day-to-day basis. So I've just been trying to like refocus and recenter and just like feel not anxious by just taking that time to not be stimulated by so many different things. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I think, I guess that definitely jumps into our, um, one of our points of like our top five things that we do to cope uh, with being alone during this quarantine. Um, but yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. And like, I definitely feel anxious and like, I hate being alone in my thoughts sometimes. So the only other person that I get to see during this time, which is such a treat is my boyfriend, um, who comes over every weekend. And so I get to spend time with him. And that really relieves me from, you know, this overbearing anxiety and this overbearing of like being alone in my thoughts and overthinking and just, you know, like that allostatic load of just being uncertain with the future and just, Hmm. I don't know, just you know, being alone at home, there's only so much you can do in this small apartment, right? So Mm -hmm. just having to talk to him and see him was just so nice. And, you know, while I'm alone during the week, I try to find various different activities for myself to do. And I really and thoroughly enjoy cooking at home. I find this so therapeutic. And so I tried to, you know, even I find grocery shopping therapeutic too now. <laughs> so I, I enjoy, you know, running errands and going grocery shopping, yeah. you know, liquor shopping, liquor runs. Yeah. That's also yeah. very therapeutic as me, <laughs> for me as well. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's probably the reason why everyone's just trying to make their own bread and banana bread at home. Like I've already oh, made yeah. four. Um, <laughs> I've already made four banana breads, but I think it's just that sort of 
therapeutic remedy that cooking does because you're just putting your mind into adding the ingredients, creating this whole dish, but yeah. just putting your mind into that rather than focusing or like overthinking on on other things. So I feel like that's my my personal meditation, right? Like mm-hmm. I personally feel like cooking for myself and cooking for even baking for other people. Like I I made banana bread last night for um yeah. to deliver to Cody to like yeah. do a safe social distancing drop off yeah. for him tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know, just things like that just sort of ease my mind and take my mind off of um the uncertainty of the of the future. But I'm also trying to limit my time on my phone, which isn't going too well at all because, you know, (laughs) there are memes and online shopping and (laughs) things like that. Oh my gosh, I totally understand. Oh my goodness. No, I I feel like I'm constantly staring at my phone and I just, I need to to stop. Like, I know it's bad for me because I I wake, like, I have moments of like, my head is hurting and I know it's because I've been staring at the computer screen for like far too long. Yeah. And it just needs to stop. Yeah. And like I, I saw, I saw what's what's that thing on on your iPhone that tells you how many hours you've been like on oh, oh, screen, yeah. time, screen, screen time, screen time usage, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like your screen time usage has uh, Gone jumped up by ten percent, and I'm like, oh, I hate that. Siri, Siri, I did not need to be fucking called out like that. Like I didn't need yeah. that to happen, you know. It's <laughs> like I don't need to know these things. Like I already know, but you don't need yeah. to tell me these things. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's just it's so hard to. I don't know. I feel like, again, with the whole routine thing, it's just knowing when to set your phone aside. And even yeah. for me, just knowing when to set my my work time and when to put an end to it because I find myself because I've been Working procrastinating. Longer. Yeah, just because, you know, I've been having little productive spurts and yeah. um, procrastinating spurts in between my day. Yeah. I just find myself that I feel like I have this urge to work a little bit longer and to complete more of my day just because I felt like I didn't, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I just didn't really do enough during the day because maybe I was feeling a little bit unmotivated or unproductive. So mm-hmm. I end up working till 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Oh sometimes. Gosh. And yeah. Um, yeah, that actually happened just last week where I worked till 7 p.m. in one day. And I was just so overworked and just exhausted. Yeah. And, you know, my friends wanted to FaceTime afterwards and I just, I just could not do it. I could yeah. not spend another blinking moments looking at a screen again so it's just having that routine in place knowing when to have screen time and when to have no screen time during the day um yeah but i think i have to be more forceful with that for myself and just knowing when to say no to screen time Even though we were just talking about like meditating and just, you know, uh, cooking and things like that, I've been spending a lot of my free time because I haven't really been seeing friends to like work on my creative pursuits. Yeah. So, you know, I heard. Yeah. And like writing more and just, just spending a lot of my time being productive. Like I feel my most alive when I'm productive. Obviously you don't need to be productive. Like productivity Mm -hmm. is relative. You don't need to like overwork yourself and feel like you're wasting time because Mm -hmm. I think we all have this fixation with being productive. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's such a huge thing as well. Like I I know personally for me, I like to be productive. I like to keep myself busy because again, like I mentioned before, I don't like to be you know swarmed in my in my thoughts and such but I feel like this isn't a this isn't a competition to be productive at all during this time it's so so okay to not feel productive not being productive this is not a competition to be productive at all it's just you know everyone deals with the pandemic differently and everyone deals with grief and anxiety differently so yeah and just a little PSA out there yeah (laughs) so you're not alone if you're feeling demotivated or anything like that 
100%. And I, and I think that that it was just kind of a disclaimer because like I enjoy being productive, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that everyone has to be productive. Like that right. thing that you've right. been putting off for like X amount of time because you haven't had enough time. Like don't feel like now is the time more than any because, you know, you have all the time in the world. Therefore, you have no excuse. But it's not it doesn't have to be that way. Like you just do it when you're good and ready. You don't have yeah. to feel like you're pressuring yourself into doing something during a time frame when you can take the time just to relax, right? So that was Hell, just like- I haven't done my, <laughs> I haven't folded my laundry in months. <laughs> so I feel like I need, just need to loop that piece of um, audio bite of you and just like have it whenever I open my, my door to- <laughs> laundry basket just so I can like listen to that I'd be like you know what just like I play don't a need memo. to do my laundry today <laughs> yeah like I don't need to do it because Ruthu said so <laughs> my trying to cope with what's going on right now being mm. productive and keeping busy is like really making me feel like I'm getting it done like it's giving me something to look forward to because all of the stuff that I'm doing during my quote-unquote free time in this situation in the lockdown and social distancing that we're doing I can only reap the benefits in a couple of months if I continue doing and working hard on the things that I've been putting off right right so for me for me to be productive during this time, it has been really helping me feel like I'm filling a void of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for example, like I would love to see my friends. Don't get me wrong. Like I'd love to see my friends, spend time with them. We had like so many concerts that we were supposed to see in like April and May and all of them just like all got postponed because of coronavirus. And mm-hmm. I obviously am Tell super about bummed it, about it. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I'm super bummed about it. But of Mm -hmm. course, like, what else am I going to do? Right? Like, I want to work on things. And I can use this as something to look forward to and something that I can fuel my time into and actually feel really good about accomplishing. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to stay busy. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's so true. Because like, I... I don't know. I try to do something creative when I have time. So like my boyfriend's mom passed on this um, paint by numbers canvas, which I Mm -hmm. do from time to time. So I find that very therapeutic as well. Just painting by numbers and, you know, just working away at the canvas slowly but surely. Mm -hmm. And then I also just enjoy traveling. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) We're not (laughs) traveling at all during this time. Sorry. (laughs) I enjoy. Where are you going? Traveling to your like traveling to my kitchen. (laughs) That's what. (laughs) No, I enjoy like editing travel photos um, on Lightroom or like editing travel videos, like I did recently. Because oh my gosh, if you like, oh sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you guys have a chance, please creep Annika's IGTV Aww. because she posted a video from her trip to Iceland and it is so stunning. It is so beautiful. And like, I just, I just loved how cinematic it looked. It was just so gorgeous. I loved oh it. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Just I a mean, little shout out. Video, well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, the video did no justice to the entire to the like entirety of the landscape and like just the otherworldliness of mm-hmm. just the island itself but mm-hmm. it did a little bit of justice i mean you could see bits of it here and there but it was just so stunning but it's just it's just things like this where you know you can be like a little bit creative here and there but it also makes you excited for for the future mm-hmm. right because this makes me want to go traveling again and like this makes oh, me, me so too. excited to like I don't plan out travel trips and um yeah. figure out where to go next and yeah. and just fills that void for me where no one's going anywhere at this moment but it's yeah. just nice knowing that you know you can feel a little bit hopeful for the future and it's just nice to sorry there's a lot of geese outside right now <laughs> is that geese <laughs> yeah just gonna hang on oh my goodness I am so sorry that's okay. <laughs> Wait, so you hear the seagulls. They're going to come in any minute. Now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like cooking, doing something creative, and then FaceTiming friends and family. Like that's what I try to do best at coping with being alone during this quarantine time. Yeah. I mean, so. like, I think what did you and I do like over the quarantine? We we did something called Netflix Party, which I think a lot yeah. of people do know what it is. But for those of you who don't know, Netflix Party is a Chrome extension that you can get on your Google Chrome browser. And basically, 
for anybody that has Netflix, you can send them a link to join this Netflix party. You can send anyone the link to join. And basically, it just pops up a chat bar along the right-hand side. And you can sync up basically any TV show that you want to watch. And it syncs up for everyone so that it plays simultaneously at the same time. It's so super it's, cool. It's yeah, super I cool. I highly recommend it. I mean, yeah. I, I did wish that it had a video chat just because you can see each other's reactions and that would be yeah. so much more fun than just chatting on the side. But yeah. I had to meet myself there because these geese would just not leave me alone. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, I just kind of wish they had this... Um, video chat feature just so we could see the other person um Uh, and also like fun though yeah i just i wanted to shout out like a bunch of other things that we've been using a lot during um during social distancing so like zencaster zencaster Zencaster. but also house party like house parties app developers must be like so stoked at the amount of people that is using house party at this moment like i haven't i actually haven't used house party once yeah i know i freaking invited you and then you didn't join i was so i have it though i have a i have an account i think i used it when i was like back in high school and then i deleted it and then i got it up again but i forgot my password and what email (laughs) i used because I think it, I used a completely different email, but oh yeah, so yeah. house party is really great because like you can have basically up to eight people on on the same call, and you can like mm-hmm. play a bunch of games, like group games. You can play Hangman, you can play like Heads Up together, um, nice. and like a bunch of different things like that. And it's super fun because you can have like your own group call, but then mm-hmm. if let's say you have under eight people and someone else from your from your groups or like from your contacts wants to just hop on the call they could just like inadvertently hop on the call and just like join and hang out yeah um so it's kind of like weird video chat rooms like Mm -hmm. where basically everyone can just like hop on and hop off (laughs) oh but like not as weird strangers that are not (laughs) creepy yeah yeah exactly yeah Yeah, i thought that um house party was like something that a lot of people have been using yeah i was just gonna say um apart from this what we're gonna be doing is that we're gonna be putting together a little post of my top five lists and rithu's top five lists of our favorite um our favorite local businesses here in vancouver and we'll just consolidate them and put them on a post and tag all of our favorite ones just so we can give a little shout out and so totally we can help you um help them <laughs> so that's actually a great segue to kind of talk about what vancouver has been doing during mm-hmm. obviously we we heard the seven o'clock cheers but like just talk a bit more about what Vancouver has been doing in terms of the coronavirus pandemic and mm-hmm. just kind of talk about a bunch of different variables. So obviously we're under social distancing guidelines like all across the board in Vancouver. And so what that means is that a lot of people have to adhere to social distancing guidelines, you know, stay stay at home, only go out for things that are absolutely necessary, um, don't gather in large groups and all of that. And that has actually been taken into effect via fining. So the Vancouver city in itself has basically put into effect a bunch of fines for people that do not adhere to social distancing guidelines. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Uh, small businesses or businesses in general can be fined up to $50,000 for not adhering to the national COVID-19 guidelines that have been put in place by the Canadian um, disease for disease control people. And uh, I think also there were individual fines of up to $1,000 that like people were possibly getting fined for, right? Yeah, absolutely. So individuals can get fined to $1,000. And I think prior to that, it was only $500. And so apparently that wasn't impactful enough because I know um, a friend of a friend, there was a couple that was walking downtown and they were holding hands. And so they were fined $500. I'm not too sure if it was $500 in total or if they were fined $500 individually, but they were fined because this couple were, A, they weren't common law, B, they didn't share the same address, and C, they weren't in the same family. So obviously being that close distance and being close proximity, that was very alarming for 
the city of Vancouver. And so yeah. they got fined $500. Um, and I think this recently increased to $1,000 yeah. $1, as of March 23rd, I think. Yeah, it's just every country is dealing with this very differently. I know for a fact mm-hmm. that my grandparents living in France right now, they have to bring a slip of paper um, that proves that they live together and yeah. that, you know, they can only be so many kilometers away from their home as well. So like how we're able to go for road trips and stand in a car, but not do it with a huge group, like that's impossible for them. So they can only go so many few kilometers away from their home before turning back around. That's actually so crazy. Yeah. I know Singapore, like my parents in Singapore, they're also doing it a little bit differently as well, just because it's mandatory for everyone to wear masks there. Yeah. while it's not as mandatory for people to wear masks here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you don't wear a mask in Singapore, you can get fined. I'm not too sure how much, but if yeah. you don't wear a mask while you're outside in Singapore, you can get fined. However, yeah. people who are running and jogging, they don't need to wear masks. So my uh... mom my mom was making this really <laughs> funny joke where she was just like, my mom's being so funny. She's such a funny lady. Yeah. So she's just like, if you don't wear a mask or you forget to wear a mask outside in Singapore, just start running and pretend that you, <laughs> you're jogging. Just start running and don't look back. And I was like, mom, That's you can't so do funny. that. But yeah, I think, you know, every country and every city is dealing with this very differently. And I know for yeah. a fact that people aren't really respecting social distancing as much here in Vancouver. I know for a fact that we are flattening the curve compared to other provinces in Canada. Like Mm -hmm. it, you know, might correlate to the air quality here. That's what I've read somewhere. It might also correlate to how densely packed it is or how, you know, how we're getting more fresh air here as well and how, you know, other places are their climate's a little bit different as well so i think that has an impact to the amount of coronavirus outbreaks there are and cases but i noticed here especially when i go running outside there's a lot of people outside and when it's a beautiful day there's so many people outside like it's just a regular summer day at kids beach except it's just a small you know green patch of grass here in olympic village so yeah yeah and everyone's just out drinking on the lawn as well so it's I don't know. I feel like there's definitely a safe way of doing social distancing correctly where, you know, yeah. you have to respect being a certain distance from the other person. And you can definitely mm-hmm. do that very safely and you're not yeah. going to get fined. But I think a lot of people are abusing that privilege. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm worried that we might get stricter rules and regulations implemented just because people are abusing that privilege at the moment. Yeah, I I totally understand where you're coming from. I also I also think that both both you and myself are a little bit more, I guess, self-strict, but also just like very particular about this specific type of thing. I can just attribute that definitely to like my mom and my dad, both of like my mom, she is a nurse practitioner. So she's like constantly dealing Mm -hmm. with people. Um, And I actually remember sharing a picture with, with Annika and like a bunch of other people of like my mom going to a COVID testing clinic where she literally had to wear a visor shield, a mask, and like gloves and a gown and she had to change in between every single patient that she had and she worked like she had to like obviously she worked the full day but like it was just after every single patient change after every single like just one after another so yeah yeah for for me to see that like I if I had it my way I would much rather not put myself at risk by going out and doing stuff because I would much rather just not worry have to worry about Mm -hmm. that and just keep my distance from people and just go on my merry way because I would much rather this end by August so that I can just like enjoy fall and you know what I mean like (laughs) yeah I I don't I I just want I just wanted us to have an opportunity to like have a good summer and that actually brings me to a great point because now we're just thinking about people abusing privileges but we were talking about um, the seven o'clock cheers but on the other hand there are people that are protesting Mm -hmm. the social distancing and lockdown and I'm just sitting here like y'all are 
fucking crazy. Like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I was talking to a coworker about this because we had um, a really nice social distancing walk on Friday morning before work. We were just walking yeah. along the seawall and we were talking about exactly this. And so, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's probably the lack of just the pure ignorance and lack of education that these people have because I feel like especially for you and myself, like your mom yeah. is working in the industry and my dad yeah. is working in, in biotech. So he has a lot of meetings yeah. in hospitals and he knows the urgency and the gravity of the situation. Totally. And you, you know, know as much as I know, and we have friends who are paramedics and we have friends yeah. who are, you know, medics and working on the front line as hair, yeah. you know, healthcare workers. And it's just, totally. we know the urgency of the situation so yeah. deeply. Whereas I don't think these people know how bad it is out there and how they should really stay at home to help yeah. people that that are really putting themselves out there and really you know being vulnerable for for the sake of other people I had a conversation with my aunt who lives in London and I mm -hmm. had a conversation with her about you know how she's doing with the whole COVID stuff because she also works in um, in healthcare, um, and she she works specifically in regards to like the lungs and like dealing with that, and she's a specialist oh, wow. in that. And yeah, like she was saying that London has prepared thousands and thousands of beds for coronavirus mm -hmm. and COVID nineteen, and like just making sure that there is enough room. And she specifically said to me, "It's not that we can't treat and help people." It's that there are far too many people for mm -hmm. us to handle. And I just want exactly. that, like, I want that to sink into, into people's mm -hmm. minds because it's not the fact that they can't help. It's, it's just that, that we the don't volume. Have it's just that yeah. we don't have the resources to help those people in need because there are only so many healthcare workers and there are only so many, you know, doctors and people who are testing patients for COVID. Yeah. It's just, we don't have enough of those resources to help all those surplus of people that are getting sick. So yeah, totally. yeah that, I don't know, that protest that happened this weekend in Vancouver really infuriated me because it's oh, just, 100%, just the pure right? ignorance wow. of these people. It's just really taking yeah. a toll on themselves. And it's just, oh my goodness. It's like, you I don't can't know, man, just, I'll, you can't I'll let nature... Like natural selection take its course in this <laughs> yeah you can't section, do anything but you have to just shake your head at it because yeah. there's like nothing else you can do because no. you can't fix stupid as my dad so poignantly <laughs> said no no you can't yeah no but um I know for a fact that um Vancouver is helping support the homeless and those in need in the downtown east side so there has been additional support to the homeless with 41 new bathrooms and 11 new shower facilities and a secured food delivery program that is giving food to the homeless about twice a week, I believe now. Wow, I didn't even yeah. know that. That's actually so cool. That definitely needs to be said because even though, you know, Vancouver itself doesn't seem to be doing a lot or so it seems, I feel like, you know, they're helping in, in smaller ways and smaller portions, yeah. even though we might not see it from the overall outlook of things. But, yeah. 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 I know. I just, yeah. I can't wait to give you a big old hug when this is all I know, over. You like too. We did like a little <laughs> social distance safe cookie exchange though. Yeah. Didn't yeah, we? That, yeah. Yeah. We did, but it was, it was so good seeing you and I, and I hope so nice that seeing you as well. I, a human I interaction. Just, wow. Oh, for sure. What a treat. I, <laughs> But I actually, I really hope that a lot of people that maybe took this this time, like spending with others for granted mm -hmm. before this entire lockdown and social distancing happened, that like maybe maybe they just really understand the value of like spending that one-on-one, -on -one, like in-person time with the people that they really care about by the end of this. Because man, do I, there are so many things that I wish I did with my friends that I completely regret not having the opportunity to do it but I can't like it'll be the first thing that I do like the do moment exactly that. that yeah I know I I completely agree I feel like we took so many things for granted like going outside yeah <laughs> breathing fresh air <laughs> yeah. being with friends no it's just like the little things like you know enjoying the sunset with friends and having a bottle of wine 
um, at Kitts Beach or just going yeah. to the local and having sangria afterwards. It's just yeah. it's the little things like that. But we're going to appreciate it so much more after this. This is all over. And yeah. I think we're all going to be so much more enthusiastic and so much more grateful for each other's company and to be in each other's lives yeah. <laughs> as like, I'm just romanticizing the, uh, yeah. the after <laughs> the post pandemic life outside of this, outside these, yeah. these big windows, I get to touch the trees and smell <laughs> the, the daisies and stuff. It'll be nice. <laughs> but yeah, until then, you know, I yeah. hope that everyone's staying safe and healthy at home and with their loved ones and checking in on their loved ones too. Cause that's also yeah. very important. Um, checking on your friends. Like I'm checking in with you right now. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, doing I'm good. <laughs> glad to have this time to share with you and talk to yeah, you. Um, it definitely is weird, like not seeing you talk in front of me. So I can't I like gauge if you're going to talk because like, if I know you're going to keep going with your thought, then I'll like hold back. With but it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But yes, thank you so much for listening into this week's episode. Thank you we so really much. appreciate and thank you so much for the patience while we've been just trying to figure shit out over the last yeah, little but hey, while. That's showbiz baby. So. <laughs> that's showbiz baby. And that's finger snaps. And that's yep. showbiz. Annika, uh, where mm. can people find us? Oh, they can find us on our socials at Here to Chit Talk on Instagram. And yeah. don't forget to like, subscribe, and count. Can they comment? <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah, you, can. you can leave reviews on oh, Apple Podcasts. Yes. Please do that. Please leave reviews. <laughs> That'd be nice. Very, very thoughtful. Um, and yeah, just remember to stay safe. Wash your yeah. hands for 20 seconds. And, oh uh, my God. Please do <laughs> wash your hands. <laughs> and sanitize. Friends. Yes. All yeah. right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>